This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to episode 66. We were made for relationship, but so often our relationships are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we are broken too. This podcast is here to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. I've often thought about the concepts of self-acceptance and self-compassion and even self-forgiveness. They are all crucial components of loving oneself well, but something occurred to me recently that I'm not sure I've ever thought or talked about. Not in this way. There is a concept in our field of psychology and counseling and therapy called rupture and repair. This is often called the secret of successful relationships. I want to quote some of this article called On Rupture and Repair from the School of Life to help you understand this concept in the context of interpersonal relationships. It says this, Many tensions within relationships can usefully be looked at through the prism of a concept much used within psychotherapy, the idea of rupture and repair. For psychotherapists, every relationship is at risk of moments of frustration, or as the term has it, of rupture, when we suffer a loss of trust in another person as someone in whom we can safely deposit our love and whom we believe can be kind and understanding of our needs. The ruptures are often quite small, and to outside observers, perhaps imperceptible. One person fails to respond warmly to another's greeting. Someone tries to explain an idea to their partner who shrugs and says offhandedly that they have no idea what they're on about. In front of friends, a lover shares an antidote which casts the partner in a less-than-flattering light. Or the rupture can be more serious— Someone calls someone a stupid fool and breaks the door. A birthday is forgotten. An affair begins. The point about ruptures is that they say nothing, in themselves, about a relationship's prospects of survival. There might be constant, rather grave ruptures and no breakup. Or there might be one or two tense moments over a minor disagreement and things head toward collapse. What determines the difference is something that psychotherapists are especially keen to teach us about, the capacity for what they term repair. Repair refers to the work needed for two people to regain each other's trust and restore themselves in the other's mind as someone who is essentially decent and sympathetic and can be a good enough interpreter of their needs. As psychotherapy points out, repair isn't just one capacity among others. It is arguably the central determinant of one's mastery of emotional maturity. It is what identifies us as true adults. Wow. 
The article then says that good repair relies on four separate skills. Those skills are the ability to apologize, the ability to forgive, the ability to teach, and the ability to learn. As you can hear, this article is telling us how to effectively repair in our relationships with others. But have we considered the necessity of repair with self? Because sometimes we hurt ourselves more than anyone else does. We speak unkindly about ourselves and to ourselves. We call ourselves names and don't listen to what our emotions, our body, or our mind could be telling us. We ignore our needs or push ourselves beyond our limits. We don't take care of ourselves. We allow ourselves to get into spirals of shame and disgust with who we are or what we've done. We don't forgive ourselves and we identify with all our flaws and mistakes. We forget about ourselves and give at the great expense of self. We mistreat ourselves and betray ourselves to the point of no longer being able to even trust ourselves. Some people who believe in and follow Jesus who are listening today may be getting all kinds of squeamish because I have said the word self so many times. But stay with me. We are to love God with it all. And we're to love people like we love ourselves. This is what Jesus said was the greatest commandment. Y'all, we're supposed to love people like we love ourselves. You know, if you have been listening for a while, that I've talked about this many times in the space. But we do have a relationship with ourself. Whether you want to admit it or not, you have one. Just like we have relationships with God and other people, we have one with ourselves, and it's often the most neglected, and we often love ourselves the worst. We are often the very ones who cause a rupture here. We are often the ones who mistreat ourselves worse than anyone else around us. This is rupture. Hear me, I am not saying this to make you feel more shame because I want you to keep listening for how we can repair this. I just want you to know that this is actually happening. You have wronged yourself, and I have wronged myself too. So if good repair after a rupture is the central determinant of one's mastery of emotional maturity— and the secret to a successful relationship, then maybe it's time to engage in good repair practices with ourselves. So how? How do we do this? What can it look like? I think we have to return to what the article says are the four separate skills we need to have in order to engage in good repair practices. So number one, Apologize to yourself. Did you hear that? This is profound, my friend. Don't miss it. Apologize to yourself. In all my life, y'all, I have never done this. 
Sure, I've worked a lot towards self-forgiveness and compassion and grace and acceptance, but I have never said to myself or looked myself in the mirror and said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kara, for not exercising or eating well or prioritizing good sleep. I'm sorry for believing so many negative things, lies, really, about you, Kara. I'm sorry for talking down to you, Kara, for even at times almost hating you. I'm sorry I didn't give you what you need sometimes, the things that were in my power to give. I'm sorry for neglecting you and forgetting you and seeing you as less than. I'm sorry for treating you so badly, for not listening and not understanding. I'm sorry for putting on a mask and not letting others see the real you. Y'all, it's time to say you're sorry to yourself. It's time. This may be one of the most important things you'll ever do. Something that will hopefully begin to break cycles of shame in your life. Humble yourself and see. Be aware of how you've been your own enemy. And be willing to apologize. Number two, forgive yourself. Forgiveness is about letting go of the hurt and anger, the bitterness and resentment. It's letting go. It's choosing not to hold it anymore. I'd encourage you to go back and listen to episode seven called Forgive Yourself for more tips on what the process of self-forgiveness can look like. But here's the most important piece. Stop holding it all against you. These things that you are having to apologize for, these mistakes, how you've betrayed and hurt yourself, the rupture, it's time to stop holding it against yourself and it's time to let it go. Number three, teach yourself. Teach yourself how to treat you. I know this sounds so weird. I know y'all stay with me, but it all begins with awareness, awareness of your needs and longings of your struggles and pain. Pay attention to what is going on within you and around you. Coach yourself by practicing healthier habits and more compassionate self-talk. And maybe right here, you allow others to teach you too. Let God and safe people teach you how to better treat yourself. And four, kind of a little bit of what I just said about letting others teach us, be willing to learn. Listen. Listen to what your body needs and your soul, what your mind and your spirit needs. Listen. Episode 19 called Listen is good for more on this topic. So I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that one too if you have a chance. Read. Read about how to better talk to and treat yourself. Be a consistent learner, humble to admit you don't have it all together, to admit you do have needs and feelings and thoughts that matter. Treat yourself like you would a dear friend. Learn from your mistakes and old patterns that didn't work and learn from the ones that did. Just be willing to learn. 
dear friend, it's time to make the repair. Your relationship with yourself is going to continue to remain broken if you make no effort to repair the damage you've caused. This is not a shaming statement, and this is not a statement that says all your problems are because of you and how you've treated yourself. Nope. I just want you to focus on the parts that are your responsibility. We all can be our own enemies. We all can betray our values and who we are at our core. We all can forget ourselves and take bad care of ourselves and speak down to ourselves at some point. Every one of us. We're all in this together right here. Most of us will never admit we've done any of that to another human, but it's time to bring it to the light. It's time to make the repair because we can't love others well if we can't even love ourselves. We can't. We can't make good repairs with others if we don't even know how to do this with ourselves. So will you be brave? Will you admit your wrongs and apologize to yourself? Will you forgive yourself and be a more compassionate, attentive learner of your own life? To end, I'd just like to read a simple blessing from John O'Donohue from one of my favorite books called To Bless the Space Between Us. This blessing's called To Come Home to Oneself. He says, May all that is unforgiven in you be released. May your fears yield their deepest tranquilities. May all that is unlived in you blossom into a future graced with love. Amen. As always, my friend, thanks for sitting a while with me today. This is one of the most important topics I think I've ever talked about on this podcast. So if you have any thoughts or comments about it, please don't hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram. You can follow me at Kara Fabacher, K-E-R-R-A-H-F-A-B-A-C-H-E-R. And I'd love to get into more of this with you because it's so important. So I trust that repairing ruptures you've caused within yourself will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can see what good relationships are made of. As always, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my website, karafabacher.com. And a big, big, big thanks to my friend, Robert Hargrove, for creating our music for the show and Alana Dawson for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.